WFNU-LP, 94.1 FM in St. Paul. WFNU-LP is a volunteer-run radio station made up of many different community voices. Each program expresses one aspect of this diversity and not the view of WFNU or Frogtown tuned in as a whole. Good morning, everyone. This is Nancy Leflo, and welcome to Monday Morning Conversations with Nancy and Dan. We always like to start our show with an introduction and a reminder of why we do it. In November of 2000, our 17-year-old daughter, Leah, died in a car accident. Meeting the grief of her death helped us to more fully understand the territory of grief. We each took our own path on that journey, and we've now arrived at a place where we can join together to help others navigate their grief journeys. Leah's death provided a doorway to our transformation, one that we never expected. Our passion is changing the conversation around grief and helping those we talk to find meaning, purpose, and joy again so they can fully participate in their lives. We invite you to join today's conversation and help us build community. Welcome to Monday Morning Conversations with Nancy and Dan, where conversations build community. Our Monday Morning Conversations are meant to create a safe space where respectful dialogue is encouraged. Our intention is to promote understanding by listening when having difficult conversations. We hope to offer you resources as you travel your personal journey. First song is um, a song that was selected by our guest today. It's a song called Better Than Good to Me by Lady Harmony. And for those who know Lady Harmony, she's a philanthropist and an advocate for various causes. She's actively involved in charities that focus on empowering women and supporting underprivileged youth. Lady Harmony uses her platform to raise awareness and funds for these organizations, and she's committed to making a positive impact on the world. So let's take a listen. City's been so good. God has been so good. Good, just ain't good enough. He's been better than good to me. God has had my back in the midst of my enemies, and I ain't even have to be there. I have roamed many cities, friends, not very many, who God took care of me and my children. I'm so connected to this air that I breathe, the oceans and the sea, the mountains, the skies, and the trees. I'm gonna get everything that belongs to me. So it's been so good. Just think better. He's been good to me. Better than good to 
today we're uh, excited to welcome Tara Green from Teens with Ambition as our guest. Tara is a Christian woman born in St. Paul, Minnesota, of Spanish and African-American culture. She's the owner of Nana Cardin Fashion's clothing boutique since 1999, with a history of her clothing stores in Minnesota, Georgia, and Tennessee. She's family-oriented, community-strong, and ready to give back to our community to, and help inspire teens to become successful and stick together and help one another make a positive change in the world. Teens with Ambition is a nonprofit organization based out of the Twin Cities. They advocate, they advocate, advocate and navigate for teens while encouraging them to take a positive, to make a positive impact on the world. They are restoring families by providing teens with the proper resources and referrals. Welcome, Tara. Good morning. Can Good you morning hear us? To the you. Yeah, can you hear us okay? Yes, I can hear you perfectly. Perfect. Great. Well, we're inspired and excited to have you here with us, and thank you for that great musical selection. We wanted yes. to uh, get started uh, today and ask you what inspired you to um, get Teens with Ambitions rolling and tell us about your mission. Yes, great question. And so what inspired me is, was my son. He is 18. He was currently 16 at the time. He was uh, in wrong place, wrong time situation. And it was took a whole year fight uh, with a trial situation. And unfortunately they were trying to overcharge my son. And, and it was, um, it was very heartbreaking to see the situation happening before my eyes, just the, the made up stories, um, from the people of the courts. Um, and they weren't there at the, at the actual, attending the actual situation. Mm -hmm. And so to make a long story short, the way that it inspired me was seeing my son witness a uh, racist, uh, racist situation. And he has never uh, experienced that. He came from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I'm from Minnesota and I went to Atlanta, Georgia and had my sons. And when I moved back, it was a whole different ballpark. I experienced things and see my son experience things that I've never experienced in my life. Mm -hmm. And so with that being said, um, thank God that my son got the least charge. Um, and as I mentioned, they did try to overcharge him um, in the situation and he was very innocent of the charge. And so of course that reflected a lot of situations at home and in our life. And so I prayed about it and I realized what I went through, my son and I, there's people out here that are going through worse. And so I came to the conclusion that I want to continue my fight, not just for my son, but for our, our teens, our youth, our minority teens, mm -hmm. just to see what they go through was very heartbreaking for me. I can appreciate so, that. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so what I do is I just offer back um, all the help that I can give. And Teens with Ambition, where did the title come from? How did, uh, <laughs> how did ambition en enter into this? I'm interested. <laughs> Good question. The situation I realized um, gave my son and I a lot of hope. And he started becoming ambitious. He wanted more in the world. He wanted to be, he wants to be successful. And so we, we chose a, a good route for him. And so that's what made me really name it when I was thinking like, wow, everything I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing this transition in my son. And I know that it can be a huge transition with many other teens. Definitely. Uh, with, with many situations. Sure. One, one of um, our realizations and as Nancy mentioned at the beginning of the show, we lost our 17-year-old daughter. And she was just at that turning point where those teenage years where she was struggling to come to know herself, uh, the direction that she wanted to move her life toward. 
and and then <laughs> the struggle that she had with us or her parents, you know, the um, that that um, tension that exists between mother and daughter and you know uh, father and daughter was beginning to resolve, uh, and she was looking forward to what her life was going to to be and to have that cut short. And, you know, we know that so many teens face similar situations. Everybody's situation, of course, is different. But I I think that's, and and Nancy calls it the loss of innocence. No, the... Well, one of the things I talk about is original grief, which can happen anytime in our childhood because we, um, everybody has to lose the innocence and it's how we regain it whether we have good teachers and role models and parents or community to help us do that in a way that uh, gives us that ambition and gives us Absolutely. A, a way to come through that with a positive experience Absolutely Absolutely Yeah so for our listeners, uh, I should mention that you know, WFNU had sponsored a table at Taste of Rondo a couple of weeks ago, and I stopped by the booth that uh, Teens with Ambitions had and introduced myself and was really taken by the uh, idea and the scope that Teens with Ambitions is uh, attempting to put together. And, you know, you're basically a, a new startup yeah. uh, giving you a platform to kind of share your story. That's what this program is all about. Um, yes, having yes. the um, sometimes awkward conversations that are needed to identify things in the community where improvements can be made, where we can learn from one another and help support one another. That's the kind of the uh, reason that we we started this and being able to help teens, you know, has become one of the platforms or uh, planks in our platform of of support for people who are going through tough times. So tell us a little bit more about, you know, how you help kids, where you find these kids, what what population you serve. Yes, most definitely. And so I, I guess I can start with my mission. And so my mission is, so there's many gaps out here that need to be filled in our communities, many. And so my mission is to bridge the gap between minority teens and society, as well as bridge the gap between families and communities. And our vision is to empower our teens to change the world and and make a positive impact in in the world. Um, And so what our organization does is we, when we interact with the teens who either come to us from referral or they'll see us out with our events um, or they they, they can call, they they can contact us any, any way that's comfortable for them. All of our information is very confidential between the the teenager theirself and, and 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 our organization so what we would do is we would refer them over to any resource or company or business schooling um any help that they need it's so much help out here and so we actually we guide them we walk them we, we actually would hold their hand and, I mean, you know, we would take them to wherever they need to go to get the help that they need. And it can go, be anywhere from mental health. You know, a lot of our teens are struggling with mental health as well. There's so many resources out here that um, they can actually um, be a part of and get the help that they need. Schooling is a big, big deal. Um, so there's a lot of teenagers out here who have dropped out, and I encourage them to stay in school, but they can also, public schools, there's, like, you can make one credit within two months. Let's just uh, say that. We'll start with that. But at High School of Recording Arts, which is located on um, University in St. Paul, 
it's a credit-based school and they they help our minority teams very very well um i have two teenager sons that go there that are currently there and um their credits have i mean their credits have really grown to where um they're going to make it in this school quicker than they would in public school Hmm. and i say all that to say our teenagers that are dropping out i i i I would guide them there because there is hope there is hope they don't have to give up and even there are even 19 and 20 year olds at that school because they are determined to make it and not give up and again that's what you're saying about that having that ambition and uh having that guidance i was just going to say that that's really good good information to know and as you were as you were speaking and after listening to your story i'm wondering if you have um peer groups set up and if if your son um is a part of of your nonprofit to encourage other teams because the (laughs) Peer groups, um, I think, are really a great way to um, encourage teens. That is true. Um, yes. And so, um, as you mentioned earlier, I am a new nonprofit organization in the Twin Cities, and I'm actually three months in. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> three months in, and I honestly have come a long way already with the with teens, uh, parents, organizations like yours and um, many, many more. I've even had uh, grant specialists. Um, I mean, it, it, I've had a lot, a lot of um, others come to me at not only at the booth, but now they are um, they're calling me and they're reaching out uh, via email to um, learn more about my organi- organization. Yeah, I think that neighborhood-based is yes. is critical to a success uh, with the you know the local teens in in a community and as much support as we can provide uh, very much so. in you know in that context you know whether it is uh, around a church organization or yes. an independent yeah. and you know the more that we can be locally based and not rely on other well, I mean, I think we all have to be in this together um, and rely on one another uh, to correct. to provide that basis of support. That is correct. Yeah. The um, here's some statistics that I dug up. Um, you know, I'm active on uh, social media and posted a question on Nextdoor, and I was surprised by the um, the information. And this probably won't surprise you, but uh, I, I found it interesting, and I wanted to share it. I posted um, that there was a mixed bag of responses regarding you know, juvenile crime and the trouble that kids get into. Um, yes. And I asked, what is the proper response from the community? And 35 people responded to the, to the poll, and 16 people, or 46%, were in favor of community responses and programs to reach teens like yours. 12, yes. 12 people, or 34%, favored a greater law enforcement response, mm-hmm. or what, okay. I, what I felt was more of a, you know, a hard line uh, when teenagers don't have the full capacity of understanding the consequence of their actions. Uh, three people yeah. did, didn't know what, um, uh, or 9% didn't uh, know what the right answer was. And yes. four people, and this is what really surprised me, said they didn't care. Wow. And, and that is the segment of people that I think we need to you know, focus on yes. to yes. try to get them to um, change their minds. And uh, some of the comments that uh, came out of that, you know, that there were a lot of positive suggestions. One that I thought was particularly in- interesting and one that I think you are focusing on is finding out what uh, is the interest of teens and mm-hmm. 
and they came up with what I thought was a pretty interesting idea. Uh, what if we had a do-it-yourself competition? You know, I don't know if it's a talent show or, or something that mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. kids could take pride in and whatever that might be. Um, yeah. So that, that was one idea that was thrown out. Another idea was, well, you know, what, what can we do to reduce poverty? And I know that's a question that is on everybody's mind, and especially in these days and age, uh, age finding affordable insurance and better housing. And, yes. And yes. one of the things that uh, suggestion that came out uh, from someone who stopped by our table, the WFNU table at, at Taste of Rondo, was what is the availability of trade and union apprenticeships? That kind of ties in with what you're saying about this uh, school of the... High School of Recording Arts. Uh, yeah, uh, the supporting, <laughs> yes. you know, what a great way, because so many kids are interested in, you know, the talent that uh, they possess and, you know, fostering that, getting it out. There was some wonderful music at the Taste of Rondo, and there was some wonderful spirits that you could just see. Yes, <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> and, you know, so there's... There's a bunch of um, opportunity, I think, in is available and what we can do together if if we you know put our resources together. That is very correct. And I love that you said that. And um, just to 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 also um, take over right there. I'm, I'm so glad that you said that, because um, that's where that's where I come in with empowering the teens to to make a uh, positive impact in the world. And so I, I talk with them and I, I, um, I open their mind and I allow them to see better light. They see their future. Um, And so with that being said, um, you said something that caught me. I'm so sorry. I just, I'm thinking of everything that you, that you just said. And, um, at one point, I was going to go ahead and jump in, but I, I couldn't do that. So <laughs> um, it kind of like right now, it's like so much on my mind is trying to all come out at once. So uh, yeah, well, um, we we got uh, we have the time, so uh, we can you know, just take a breath and <laughs> you'll be fine. Perfect. And so with the teens, um, what I love about this the most is I can see the outcome as far as when teens know what they want, they can have, they get our help out here to help motivate them. But as far as, I'm just going to use this as an example. Give me a second. I'm sorry. Sure. It's a complex subject and there is no one right, true answer, I think. But having these conversations is what what will help get us to some good alternatives. Okay. And so um, with our teens, um, we don't want to see any of them fail. We don't want to see any of our teens give up. And we are honestly heartbroken and still torn of the way our minority teens get treated. And it's absolutely heartbreaking. and, And it makes me give them more what is the word? I'm so sorry. It will give them more motivation mm-hmm. to, to get to actually gain more in life, such as a, a good career or there's a lot of teens out here who want to own a business. And mm-hmm. so what we would do is we would also give them that push and we would refer them over to business class is free this is free free mm-hmm. courses to take your uh, to take up business classes to learn how to run your own business there are also colleges out here there's one in minneapolis that i was just introduced to i don't remember the name but a lady came to the booth she introduced herself um and she also told me that for black teens right now there is a school, a co- sorry, a college in Minneapolis that is free for them. She also told me that I could bring them over there and do a uh, a tour mm-hmm. at, at any time. You know, when she's available, I can do it at any time. That helps the kids 
it motivates them as well. Um, whatever their career is, whatever their goal is, they can do it. And we just inspire them to, 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 to do this because mm-hmm. we need a great change in the world right now. We are getting older, us, our generation, and they are our next generation. And when they pursue their dreams and goals by it being more minority uh, businesses, by more minority involved with the, um, I mean, even get into the government, uh, you could lawyers, uh, doctors, whatever they want to be, they can be. And while they are being who they want to be at that time, that is making a big change in the world for our minority teens. And I say that strongly because unfortunately we've we've been underhanded for a long time in life. And And it takes us yeah, I, I, well, that that's okay. I, I just I was struck by what you were saying about all the all the opportunities for uh, minority yes. teens because yes. what you're doing is um, giving their interests credence. You are b- believing in their in them, and they're seeing that they can be taken seriously, that their interests are taken seriously, and they're being listened to and heard and. I think Correct. that's one of the the main problems for teens. A, a lot of people lump them into that teen mindset and, and don't give them the um, the ability to be heard and to be taken seriously. And then and that's real serious because um, they are learning about their history, and it takes mm-hmm. us all the way back. If I if I must say, it definitely takes us back to the cotton field mm-hmm. we are no longer there right. right but a lot has changed but we still have a long way to go mm-hmm. when it comes to equal opportunity right. and i'm very strong on that. i'm very very strong on that conversation so, um, what would yes. you like to see them your minority teens accomplish over the next few years change i i would love to see that more minorities on the news, successful stories. I would love to see them make a positive impact in the world, make change. We've, we've come a long way and there's a lot of changes. We do have a lot more um, privileges, but we need more. More support and, you know, uh, the, the thing that yeah. s- strikes me, you know, and when you say minority, it's it's black, it's Hispanic, it's Muslim, it's Hmong uh, yeah, population. Yeah. It is, and it is um, giving all of those opportunities in in a melting pot that we can share these ideas together, so that Correct. it is not one group against another group. You know, you you Correct. you hear so much of that. Point. You know, today, you know, it's us against them, and you know, who who is and the them. us and who is the them? The them, yeah. And yeah. it's and and just to and just to um to tap in on that, I'm I'm so glad that you said that. So um, our focus is for minority teens and others who believe in equal opportunity, and so that's what helps us grow as as a as you know as in unity as in the world um, with all of our struggles and challenges, but we definitely um, all come together as one. We just want more for our minorities, not saying that, I mean, we just have less than what we really deserve. And I, and I believe that we, we continue to, to push the, to, to just give them that, to be their backbone, the teenagers, um, they will get out there and they'll be very, very successful and they will actually join in the rest of the world who is more successful. And so with that being said, it's just it's all about more success, more opportunities and more of a change to the world. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, if and, that makes sense. Yeah. And, and said like a true mom. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know, yes. uh, we we talk about that too. You know, uh, 
we're parents. We're and in our case, we're grandparents, and we're watching our mm-hmm. um, our granddaughter turns three years old today. And um, oh, congratulations! <laughs> thank you. And um, it is incumbent on us to help support, as you said, the next generation because. We want them on our shoulders, lifted up, and given the opportunities that that we may not have had to reach out and and create that change in the world that will make the world a better place. And and obviously, that's what every parent wants. Yeah. Yes. And and definitely, it can be it's it it can be done because um, a lot has been. Uh, changed, you know, in our generation from when we were younger, if we really look back and I, and I took the time to look back and I said, wow, a whole lot has changed. And, and I guess it, you know, we, we are opening our eyes. Let's just use um, Barack Obama as a very good uh, right, right now on this panel, I would say, let's, let's utilize that. We let's utilize the fact that we actually had people of color as a president that shows us that i mean there's nothing that we can't do that's right if we don't everything put is our possible. mind to it mm-hmm. just put your mind to it you know yeah put your mind to it and be intentional about it because correct when we're intentional about it um, mm-hmm. things things can start happening seemingly like like magic but that's what that's the beauty of of intention. It it brings things Correct. into our lives that um, and propels us forward and shows us all the possibilities. But like you said, with Barack yeah. Obama being president, it, it it showed all of black teenagers that it's it's possible to be president. And don't forget that, that our very our female yeah. vice, vice president. president. Yeah, right. you know it's yes, um, holding strong positions. And, you know, and, and you know holding up the 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 female role is how important mm-hmm. that is uh, as well. And we need strong women uh, in positions that are supportive. And you know, I'm so thankful that uh, you know you have stepped forward. Uh, into this discussion and how individually and collectively we can really make make that impact. Yeah, yeah. So, why do you think Very it's important? So, yes. Why do you think it's important for minority <coughs> teens to stick together and to help each other out? It's very important because if we don't, if they don't do that, our nation is going to continue to to be torn apart, and we're going to continue to to not gain all that is is meant for us in the world. I, I, mm-hmm. I say this to everyone, and I'm going to say it live, and I, and I love it, and it's the truth. When God created this world, he created it for all of us living mm-hmm. in the world, correct? Mm-hmm. And with that being said, everything here on earth is for all of us. Right, right. It's not separated. And so we have to put our minds into, hey, whatever we want, we can get. Right. And and everybody has a unique talent to help yes. foster everyone, that, that world. Correct. God gave every one of us a gift. And now we need to tap into, hey, what is our gift? What is our purpose? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. You exactly. know, let's just do it. I mean, keep the faith. Believe in something that you can't see. Right. Right. Believe I, in something that you can't see and make it happen. Yeah. I have this crazy notion that if everybody gave their gifts to the world, that no one would be wanting for anything. And that's the vision. That is very that, correct. That's the vision that I hold. That is correct. Yeah. And that brings me to the, in the community that bring everywhere in the world. And so bringing it back to the, to each individual communities, you know, we all have to stick together families, teens, and, you know, we are the backbones of the teens. And a lot of um, teens learn a lot in home and what they see our their families going through. And so when I'm bridging the gap between families and communities, there may be a household that is less fortunate and may need food. They also may need assistance with rent, 
or bills. Um, and so what I do is I, bridging the gap right there, I will refer them, the families over. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't take necessarily just the teen to say something because t some teens are a little too embarrassed or shy to talk about the things that they are um, suffering with. They may be suffering with seeing their mother on drugs or um, liquor, but there are many resources out here. Um, what is it? The AA, um, there's also food uh, resources, mm -hmm. food banks, resources for bills. And so I, I just I encourage the teens to reach out for help. There's no family that should go without at all because in every community, there are resources and fundings. It's there. Yeah. And so I, there's no reason that any family should go without. And if these teens need help for themselves and their parents, they can reach out and, and ask for that help. And they will get it because yeah. what I do is I'm going to make sure that I find your need and, and I'm going to refer you and your family over. And you help them do that, do it without any shame. I think that's a really important um, piece of that because we don't need to be shamed for needing Not help. Not at all. Uh, that, that's uh, a, a part of being human. And it also occurs to me that as you're helping the teens, you're also helping the families to um, yes. change yes. because sometimes parents help teens change. But, but on the other hand, the opposite can be yes. true. Teen, when teens begin to be empowered themselves, they can help yes. the families to change. So um, definitely, I love that. And, I, and that. I love that you said it like that, because no matter what they see at home and what they're going through, there's help out here for mm -hmm. them for the for the whole household you know and yeah some teenagers they grow up they become a man or a woman and they're so successful that they take care of mom they take care of home they're gonna you know put their mother and father or either or in a better situ living situation mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. right and, and you're right it it um it starts at home and the importance mm -hmm, of, of having a um, a supportive environment. But, you know, not all families have that. And uh, as, yeah. as Nancy said, when a teen can come in and help initiate that change in the family, it helps not only the family, but it helps uh, support the community. Right. And again, it's, it's kind of yeah. a reinforcing cycle when families get better, communities get better, and when communities uh, are better, then the opportunities for families to get better uh, come about. Yeah, yeah. It's, Perfectly it's, said. And that's what brings change mm -hmm. to our world. Right. That's what makes a positive impact in the world. It, it, and it shows, you know, it starts showing yeah. and growing. And that's all, that my, that's my vision. You know, I just want to see us um, ha just take advantage of, all the opportunities that are out here because mm -hmm. they are out here. There's yeah. many, many resources. There's no, there's, there's no, there's no accepting no anymore. Yeah. And it, it, it sounds like you curate the resources specific to the need in the, in the teen. So if they have a, a specific need, you focus on, on that need and, correct, and then that, becomes a resource that is available for others and and that is uh, so important we're we're uh, ourselves are trying to uh, compile resources similar to that and you know of course this program is about having those difficult and awkward conversations and we focus mm -hmm. on uh, grief that exists not only within a family and, and with an individual, but you know we're expanding that now to address the grief in our communities. And by having these conversations, you know, we we begin to break down those barriers to allow those conversations to occur. And by way of uh, opening our hearts to one another, like as you said, allows that change to be there with intention of lifting up um, the entire community. Yeah, that is very correct. And when you um, speaking on grief, grieving, um, when I paused earlier, 
I had a lot on my mind, as I mentioned, but one thing that crossed my mind and kind of had me stuck was when my son was fighting his trial shortly shortly after the, the that situation um he lost his brother out in atlanta georgia mm-hmm. um he was um fatally shot at a gas station and it it it, it tore my son down sure. and um i say that because my son uh he got so so at the school they do uh, a school of recording arts. They um, not only have a studio equipment where you learn how to make the beats and everything, and then you make your lyrics, but they have a, a class where you're printing out t-shirts. And so my son was motivated to get his brother and him beautiful pictures of them on, on his wall at home and on the t-shirts. Hmm. And so that's one thing that he's actually doing now. And he wants to actually, uh, get all his own equipment and help others uh, because you know with funerals and uh, a lot of other occasions uh, family gatherings uh, where the uh, reunions mm-hmm. what my son wants mm-hmm. to do is just do t-shirts that's one of the things he also of course makes the beats for music um, mm-hmm. because fortunately <laughs> he has family um, that are uh, there are some celebrity family uh, members of his on his father's side and so at the School of Recording Arts, he, of course, that's free. You're getting, you're, you're getting education, and at the same time, you're getting the skill. Mm-hmm. And that skill alone can get you a long way. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, that, that's a serious, um, and, and then it's a really good for him because, hey, that's the field that you've already been born into. Right. And you're getting, right. you know, you're getting help. You're getting this. And so what he did is he took his mind to just grow with it. But it kind of when you say grieving, I've, I've just watched my son mm-hmm. go from fighting for his life. They were trying to certify him as an adult and, you know, it was just horrible. Mm-hmm. And then to come out of that and then to lose your brother and he is still motivated yeah. to be ambitious. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. You're listening. And to- that's why I named it teens with ambition because I looked at him mm-hmm. every day at home from coming in and going out to school. And he was not going to, he wasn't going to fold. He wasn't going to give up. And it, on top of the fact that he has a praying mama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I would tell him, you better pray. Whenever mm-hmm. you're in a situation, I'm not always going to be there. When right. no one else is there, God is, you know. Right. And you have to call on the Lord and you have to continue to to reach out for to to him for um for help to give you courage and wisdom to to get out in the world and 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 gain everything that you want to gain Mm -hmm. yeah yeah we are talking this morning with uh tara green from teens with ambition and we're actually getting towards the end of our of our time together tara our time just kind of flew by here today um (laughs) Uh, before we end, though, I'm wondering um, if you can share with our listeners how they can get information or get in touch with you. Yes. And so you can, um, if, if you go to Google and you type in Teens with Ambition, that will actually help speed up the process where it would actually lead you directly into my website. Mm-hmm. And that's where you can find our information as well. Um, but if you have time to jot it down now, it's Teens um, teens with ambition.org and the email is Tara T-A-R-A dot teens with ambition dot org our Facebook page is teens with ambition I just I encourage that to just type it in Google mm-hmm. and um, it will definitely lead you to us great great do you yes. have one last thought to share with um, with our listeners before we go into our I, final inspiration and song etc yes i encourage you all to reach out for any help that you need any help that you need because it's out here for you great yes thank you tara thank you for being with us today and for sharing all of this really really important information with us and with with our listeners 
So today you heard about um, how you can help minority teens to have hope and to find the help that they need to become mm-hmm. cha- uh, people who can change the world. And I, I love that part of your mission statement. <laughs> and t- Thank you. Um, today I took the ins- my inspiration from your website, and this is uh, from Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. I am no bird and no net ensnares me. I am a free human being with an independent will. Thank you, Tara. Final thought that I would like to leave everyone with is, again, as parents and as grandparents, it's important to acknowledge your kids' feelings, to validate what they're feeling without judging them, creating a safe space where feelings can be shared, and then allowing them to change their life by doing the things that they love. School isn't right for everyone. And our best teacher is the experiences that we have. Let's make them positive and uplifting and change will occur. So again, thank you, Tara, for being with us today. And uh, we wish you the best of luck. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. And thanks to all the listeners for listening to the station. <laughs> okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so as Dan said, he's going to play another song to end our show today. And I think this is um, uh, appropriate. Again, I want to go back to what we referenced about uh, the people who uh, hold opinions about what is right and what is wrong. This is a song by a local artist, Rick uh, Barrett on um, the morning show here on WFNU played this song last week. It spoke to me. I think it fits in here. And um, again, take a listen. Broken like a bottle laying in the street. Down so low through the rust and the heat Everywhere I look, they just turn away If it wasn't for nothing, I'd have nothing to say I was lost so long in my head When you lose this much, you wonder if you're dead Walking down the street, praying for the rain Praying for the lost and the broken and the pain Cause they don't know, they don't care They just drink and laugh and stare I've been holding this dream so long
find your voice and you never lose hope When you hold so tight you can never let go They don't know they don't care They just drink and laugh and stare I've been holding this dream so long The Right and the Wrong it is a single by Eli Gardner, and um, I wanted to make mention of him. Thank you, Eli, for allowing us to use your song today. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week. You've been listening to Monday Morning Conversations with Nancy and Dan. Thank you for listening. Through our own journey, we know that it's possible to find meaning, purpose, and joy again after a loss. Join us each week as we share useful information to help you develop the skills necessary to meet grief when it enters your life and to show you the importance of having difficult conversations, even when you don't know how to start them. If you're looking for more information, you can find us at our website, beingwithgrief.com.